Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show, we will be chatting to leaders, influencers, wine producers, restaurants, and other role players. Tune in every week for our latest episode. You will find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to About the Winelands. Today, I'm speaking to uh, Barbara McKenzie. Barbara is the Operations Manager at Haskell Vineyards in Stellenbosch. Um, welcome to um, About the Winelands, Barbara. Hi, nice talking to you, Will. So, Barbara, tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you become involved in the wine industry? So, um, I'm Austrian, as you probably can hear from my dialect, and I grew up in the uh, most southern part of Austria, which is called the Südsteirische Weinstraße. Uh, Weinstraße meaning wine route, and uh, a wine, yeah, basically it's the, it's the uh, a wine route in the south of the province of Styria. So, that is in a way I grew up and uh, I've spent all my life in the hospitality industry. I studied tourism in, in Innsbruck and I think this is an industry that is in, you know, is uh, connected to a lifestyle that is in the long run connected to wine. So this is my connection to wine and I started to work for Haskell Vineyards in 2011. I was looking uh, at uh, the guest accommodation at the farm and the other uh, houses that uh, in within the Haskell group. And um, I was also the personal assistant to Mr. Haskell, the owner. And in 2017, I took over as the operations manager. Okay, that's awesome. So being an operations manager, mm. it sounds like you do everything. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes I'm a bit of a control freak. Uh, I do like to know a lot about, you know, what's going on on the farm. I do trust that I have a, an amazing team. But uh, yes, in the end, I think my fingers are in each and every department, uh, which is uh, something that I, I, I love. And uh, especially with, you know, when you have a team, that I have that you can trust and work well with. It's, it's, yeah, it's challenging, but uh, it's a good challenge. Awesome. So uh, Barbara, the, um, the short history of, um, I mean, it's the second time I'm interviewing somebody from Asko. Yes. I've, I've interviewed Rudolf before, but you know, a lot yes. of people are listening to the first time maybe. So if you can just share again, a little bit of the history of Haskell Vineyards and the other farm, got its name and, and you know that's always interesting yeah. to hear. yes so if you haven't heard from uh, about Haskell vineyards before um, mr preston Haskell the fourth uh, he bought uh, um, Haskell vineyards in 2002 he's an american business magnate who fell in love with south africa and when he saw the farm on auction he purchased it and um, the original farm was uh, called Dombeya, referring to the many wild pear trees that we have on the property. 
and it was um, you know it was a citrus farm which later also included a small coffee shop and a barn where the local ladies produced hand woven blankets and um, jerseys so um, 2002 he, he uh, bought the farm in 2004 uh, Riani Stradium became our first winemaker and uh, I think it is uh, thanks to her passion and dedication that actually Haskell wines are recognized uh, locally and internationally as uh, wines with exceptionally high standard um, I think also interesting is in, in the history of, of Haskell is that um, it was the first South African wine farm that won the Tri-Nations Challenge in Sydney back in 2009 for um, best, I think it was best Shiraz, best red wine and best wine of the show uh, with our pillars. The, the Haskell Pillars 2007, which we, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, we still have one or two bottles in the vintage cellar. <laughs> oh, amazing. So tell us a little bit more about the, the tri-nations of, of wine. So it's uh, three nations uh, compete uh, with each other. It's New Zealand, uh, 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 Australia and, and South Africa. And uh, yes, and we won that in, in 2009. Oh, awesome. That's, a, that's an awesome achievement. Mm. So as cool as more than just wine on the estate, there's lots of other things. So when a guest come to the estate now, um, what can they experience? So obviously I had to think about this question because I'm coming here every day and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, so I tried to remember, you know, the first few visits to the farm and um, I'm, I would like to think, you know, for those who haven't been here or who don't know us, um, okay, the basic is we are a boutique winery at the end of a very long road and um, its location, so, you know, it has always been and will be a farm for the individual, I think. It's, you know, for the family, for the couple, for the wine connoisseur, for the lifestyle seeker. It's, um, you know, the, the location, so the narrow roads that uh, lead to the farm is not for big buses, for, you know, big tourist buses. So I, you know, you still get the feel that you visit a hidden gem in the winelands. And um, we, you know, apart from, you know, so everyone would experience the long drive, but uh, what I do hope what we achieve here is that every guest that come here experiences the high quality, uh, high quality in customer service, in customer service delivery, in food, in wine, in nature, in so in actually in everything that you know you come here and you sort of are treated like a family member and not you know as a number i this is what i you know i i'd like to you know achieve with my team um you know a, a visit to Haskell should be a fun experience it's you know good vibes laughter and nothing else you know you're not rushing up the hill just to buy a cheap wine here. Uh, I guess the pandemic should have taught us many lessons, but uh, definitely one of them is to slow down and to appreciate the moment. And um, 
to spend time in a way that makes us happy. And um, I think our winery is offering exactly that. Um, if you would ask me, you know, if you would come to Haskell and uh, I would have the pleasure to take you on a tour, which I really, you know, I sometimes do. I, I start with a walk through the vineyards. Uh, we uh, created during lockdown, we created um, three different, very simple hiking trails. So you can experience the farm, uh, uh, you know, in, in nature. And so we, I would walk you up to the very top of the farm. There is a dam, mm -hmm. so we would sit down next to the dam and um, maybe enjoy a glass of wine and talk about uh, wine industry or life or just enjoy the panorama. Uh, I can't wait and... to come, Barbara. Jesus. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we then probably would, uh, you know, walk down, um, you know, passing by the guest houses. I would show you our, you know, our guest houses and, you know, talk to you through the history of, of these uh, old buildings. I would then, you know, take you down to the, you know, walk you down to the restaurant. We would... Um, passed by a very small but in a beautiful uh, picnic area that we offer uh, you know where we offer picnics in summer and uh, we also rent out you know the space for private functions such as weddings and birthday parties and um, as we approach the restaurant you would find on your um, right hand side you would find the tasting room and on the left hand side is um, the you know well-known long table restaurant where we started uh, to offer recently uh, uh, daily products breakfasts uh, lunches as well as um, you know dinner um, offering dinners in the evenings fridays and saturdays in the summer season we also have a nice uh, large veranda and uh, offer some, you know, a very small but quite nice playground for children. Yeah, oh, that, that would be Haskell. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, um, the long table is, is very well known. It's, I think the name yes. also sticks with people, the long table. So um, yes. any history about long table? Um, how did that start and, and, and you know, what so, so long table really was established and run um, many years by a chef called Connie Els and um, you know I believe she did a great job on putting the restaurant uh, on the map of the winelands of Stellenbosch so it's absolutely credit to her and um, after years when her contract ended um, we closed the restaurant almost for a year uh, for some necessary upgrades so we did huge renovations in 2017 and uh, in um, it was uh, December 17 when we took over the operations of, of Long Table and um, our head chef or a chef of the kitchen is Connell Mini. Um, she and her team are focused on high standard of, of food, of ingredients. Um, we support um, our local vegetable farmers, such as Genesis, just down the road, or we buy all our fish from Abelobi, which is a startup company um, that 
gets their fish uh, directly from the fishermen. So no cold chain is in between. And, um, you know, I think mm. one uh, realizes it's all about quality and uh, uh, over uh, 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 quantity. And uh, since we started, our menu uh, is, you know, we call it a small plates concept, which means that all our plates come in the same size whether it is a main, a dessert, or a starter. And um, yeah, we change it, you know, according to season. And um, I believe combined with our award-winning wines that there is no better way of spending a couple of hours exceptionally well. <laughs> awesome. So talking about spending hours well, you can also come and stay there and spend the weekend or even a week on the estate. So what uh, yes. does your accommodation work? So uh, we in, I think it was in 2009, 2010, uh, we, we started to offer uh, guest accommodation here, uh, right in the center of the farm. You know, you only hear, you know, birds would wake you up in the morning or a tractor that is just uh, passing by. So it is right in the middle of nature where we uh, have two uh, uh, guests, two forms, you know, options of, of, or facilities of guest accommodation. The one is the residence, um, um, luxurious uh, farm style country house with uh, two bedrooms, two bathrooms and uh, roughly 150 square meters. Um, it has a beautiful, you know, fully equipped farm style kitchen and there's an outside pry facility for, you know, our guests and, you know, some bring their bikes with, some play golf in the area, some just come for weddings and use their houses. And um, we have noticed that, you know, over the last couple of years, uh, our guests, you know, locally and from, from international uh, uh, guests, that they come and stay longer and longer and just enjoy the peace and the freedom here. Wow. And uh, so that is the big house. The smaller house is the cottage. It is a loft style, uh, you know, cottage with... Uh, probably 60 square meters, but also has, you know, king size bed, bathroom and a fully equipped kitchenette. And um, so it's very, uh, you know, it's not, it's not many guests. It's just two houses, you know, we can accommodate it. You know, at one time we can only, uh, you know, have eight guests on the phone, which makes it very individual and, you know, super private. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds really wonderful. Mm. Mm. Um, you also mentioned weddings and events. Obviously, you know, Stellenbosch and Adol area is, is a perfect setting for a wedding. What other events do you offer? So, um, yes, weddings and birthday functions, you know, uh, year-end functions, uh, um, graduation parties. Uh, so we, uh, because of our size and our dynamic in the team, I, I believe we, we probably can say that we, we try to plan every single uh, event individually with our customers. Mm -hmm. So because of COVID, obviously there are standard procedures now in place, but uh, in mm -hmm. general, we would like the customer to know that we we care and that we understand that it is, uh, 
you know, an event that is not only special, but also costly. And we would like to, you know, to sit down with our guests and, you know, give him uh, the best of our service because he deserves it or she does or they deserve it. And uh, so, well, if, you know, it's our restaurant is, you know, can accommodate 75 people. So again, uh, I think you can see now that, the, you know, it's the private function, it's the individual guest that we, you know, can accommodate the best. Uh, uh, it's, um, you know, it's not huge, it's not huge parties and um, which is, uh, and the same, uh, sorry, and at the same time we, you know, we do one or two weddings a month. So uh, we try to keep that, uh, uh, you know, not doing more than that. Just for us also to, you know, to be happy and excited about the upcoming event. You know, sometimes, you know, we talk about mm. in the team and we say it's almost like Christmas for, for us. You know, we, we experience the joy and the love and the fun and we are part of it. And that is just really great. And that is what, you know, drives us daily. We enjoy it. Fantastic. Barbara, another important stuff. Uh, tell us a bit about um, mm. the wines, the wines you're making and um, how that works. Yes. So obviously nothing, you know, would, you know, from what I have talked now, nothing would be alive if it wouldn't be for the wines that we produce. I think mm -hmm. this is our, you know, main you know main uh, goal to produce high quality wines and obviously to sell them so you mentioned earlier you had uh, an interview with Rudolf so Rudolf Stjernkamp is um, he took over in 2018 as um winemaker and farm manager and um he's very passionate about uh, I um trying to say it in his words, you know, making the wine in the vineyard and um, adding as little as, as uh, possible in the cellar to achieve our high quality of the Hesco wines that we are known for. And uh, it's also thanks to him that we are in our second year of certified organic farming. So in the future, we, we look forward to achieve a higher, you know, healthier crops, higher yields, and even better qualities. So that's from the from the farming side. We have two brands. It's the Dombea range and the Haskell range. The Dombea is our lifestyle range with two whites, uh, one Bordeaux blend and one Shiraz. We produce roughly, you know, six to eight thousand bottles uh, per grape, and um, it's you know really good quality for a really good price. But uh, it differs from the Hesco range, which is our uh, flagship range. In that we, you know, in a way that for Haskell, we use only the best grapes. We use the best barrels. We use the best dry goods. And we only make roughly 2,000 uh, bottles per grape, which is uh, one white, two plants, and um, one Shiraz. On the Haskell side, we have the, you know, uh, our most famous wine is the Haskell Anvil. It's a, a, a Chardonnay that uh, is, um, you know, the wines are 32 years old. And um, it's, 
it's uh, award-winning. You know, we get um, you know many times we won five star for the for uh, John Platter five star awards, which is you know we are very proud of. Oh, that's fantastic, um, mm. Barbara. Where are your wines sold? Um, what is this? Uh, yeah, so we sell our wines, uh, I would say roughly 60% of these wines are sold uh, locally. Uh, it's, you know, uh, between, the, you know, we sell a lot on the farm, we sell online and uh, also to well-known restaurants and um, uh, wine shops. Um, you don't find us on on a wine shelf, uh, you know, in the sort of cheap wine uh, section. It's just for the simple reason that you know we we don't make enough wine. Uh, so we again, it's the the quality over the quantity. And um, you know, for those who recognize that uh, style and appreciate this quality, it's just that person that simply loves the wine. And um, that is for the local market. The export is, um, you know, we we lost a bit over the past years, you know, on market on on market share, but um, slowly but surely we are gaining it uh, uh, back bit by bit. I, you know, our biggest partners are in Europe and in Singapore. Um, here, I mean, wine tourism obviously plays you know a huge role which is you know mm -hmm. we, we will find out you know what the future holds but countries like germany belgium switzerland are our you know leading partners in when it comes to wine sales overseas and obviously these are our customers that come here to the farm and experience the farm and then buy it uh, in their own when they're back home yeah, that is. I'm going to be, be interested mm. in this year to see how that pans yes. out. Um, you yeah. also have a wine club. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes. Uh, so uh, we, our wine club, is a platinum wine club uh, that we have created years ago. And um, um, the interesting thing, it's like with every other wine club. Obviously, we, you know, you purchase wine as a member, you get uh, a discount uh, uh, on on the wine sales. But I think what we add to this uh, uh, benefit is that we would like our members to experience the farm, the farm life, and the farm style. So. We invite every member to come here and stay uh, to have a, a free weekend once a year and uh, a free lunch at Long Table Restaurant just to be connected to us and experience the Haskell not only in the bottle, but also, you know, on the farm. <laughs> That's wonderful. Where do I join? Hmm. Yeah, online. <laughs> it's all online, it. right? I Send you the application. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the coronavirus, um, um, we talked a little bit about this year. It's been a difficult year and uh, everybody has to rethink their business models. And um, have you guys made any changes? Are there new changes coming um, on the farm, um, you know, even on the restaurant or what, what's happening? So, yeah, the virus. Uh... It's tricky, huh? Um, so um, in my personal opinion, the virus or, you know, let's say the idea of the life-threatening virus will stay with us for many years to come. It's nothing that is over by end of this year. And um, 
For us, I think it would be too soon to say that we have adapted 100%. Um, it's still early days. And um, I I guess, you know, we take it slow. We, we watch how, you know, the rest of the world, you know, what the rest of the world is doing. And we try to adapt in, in our very unique way, uh, which, you know, we only have, so so and so much resources so um i what we have noticed is that during lockdown that we we uh, received a huge support from our local fans on our online sales mm -hmm. so our online sales went skyrocketing and it was amazing to see so we definitely you know in this regard we we are busy or we have changed our online sale uh, portal we have made it easier and uh, more user-friendly so we we definitely look into this option as well um, on the restaurant side because we are not mass tourism or uh, you know a huge restaurant we always you know have been you know quite small so to come out to our farm with our huge veranda it's you know, it's almost a given that you have enough space. We, you know, we um, have our our procedures in place. Um, I think I, you know, I can say you are safe to come here and have a meal here or taste the wines here because it's very much out in nature. So about, um, you know, talking about that, I think, uh, I mean, it's obvious that we are going to have local tourism more than international tourism. Are you doing mm. things? I see that some of the states that are changing their menus and putting other stuff on and things like that to, to maybe, um, you know, uh, have more of a, of a trying, trying to attract local people. Are you doing anything in that regard? So... Um... We are changing over now, uh, 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 you know, very soon to a summer menu. What we have done is uh, we understand that, uh, you know, it's very difficult uh, times for South Africans. I mean, you know, the economy is 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 not one of the easiest one at the moment. So we um, automatically we have uh, come down with our prices, which is, you know, difficult because because of our size, you know, we are small, we, we, our, right. you know, we buy our products at their higher price, but we feel that, you know, we need to offer, you know, we, we need to offer that to our guests and um, rather have, um, you know, less guests, but, uh, you know, good experience and um, to keep, you know, to keep the restaurant alive, to keep our staff, you know, keep them employed and, um, you know, just come over the next season. I mean, it's not about making, you know, huge amounts of money, really. Yeah, because it your overheads really... are not coming down, right? Your overheads are staying exactly. Yeah. even maybe going yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but we are in a good way. So we are very positive. You know, we have got a few weddings coming up and already, you know, functions, uh, year-end functions booked. Um, weekends are getting full with the nice weather coming, you know, summer approaching. And um, so, yeah, we, we are positive. Okay. And um, in terms of, you were talking about the, you know, um, online sales and... Um, mm. I think that's the that's the new buzzword in the wine industry called yes. 
direct to consumer. That's that's the thing, right? So so yes. how do you how do you handle that? What do you do? You make any changes on that, or is it just something that that you do on your? What do you do there? Look, uh, so we. Uh, you know, when we when 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 we upgraded our website, we you know you, you were able to buy on you know our wines online, and um, it uh, only during lockdown we realized that uh, you know from ourselves really. I mean, you know, you said the term, and uh, I did it myself. You know, I was looking for you know wine farms and you know wine specials, so. I realized that uh, their online sales will will definitely go up and change. And like I said before, we 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 had uh, you know we realized that we have had a huge support from from local people. You know, even Stellenbosch people would buy online, and um, so we definitely work on on you know the making online sales easier. But. Uh, I think we, you know, what I try to explain to my team is that even in this regard, uh, customer service is so important. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you you buy wine online yesterday. I want to hear from you uh, or I, I want to go back to you like today. You know, it's not something that it's it's a very simple, it's a very simple approach is, uh, you know, that, you know, we want to communicate with our clients we want to to you know um to respond immediately and you know even if it's you know a a short email to say you know uh it will take a few days until your wine is is delivered but i think uh the the combination of online sale and still keeping you know the communication uh with the customer is is definitely a win-win situation yeah, I mean, I think that is that is the key um, for online sales mm. because I mean, South Africans are not used to um, online sales in general or online buying online. And um, you know, the big, mm. big issue is trust. You will pay for something and then you don't hear anything. You wonder if you ever exactly get your product. Exactly. Also, people yeah. um, they buy wine, they want to drink it, and um, sometimes people <laughs> yes. are, are unrealistic in the expectation. You know, you can't get wine maybe shipped on a certain day. And there's a there's all kinds of rules, and so you're going to wait. Maybe if you're sitting, say, in Port Shepston, to take an example, it's going to take you seven days maybe to get your wine. So you're right to to communicate with those people and saying, yes, you know, it's coming. It's oh, and and just yes. a path to 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 till it gets to their door. And then of course yes. you make sure that the courier actually delivers as well. So I think that was yes. a big learning curve, I suppose, for all wineries. Um, do you yeah. find that the, the career companies and guys that are doing deliveries and stuff like that have also gone be, have become better through this whole experience? Look, I think the first lockdown was, a, you know, a huge surprise for, I mean, for us, uh, you know, as a wine farm, we didn't expect the, you know, the amount of sales. And also for delivery companies, I mean, I, you know, we would apologize to customers for wines not being delivered, even so the wines already left the farm because the delivering companies, you know, had uh, also a huge backlog. Uh, I, I think they, you know, they have, uh, you know, upped the game. Uh, they are better now. Um, but you know, again, coming back to uh, the virus, I, 
I really think we we should have learned a few, you know, a few life lessons. And uh, one is we are all humans. We all make mistakes and we all can do better tomorrow. So um, if you have to wait for your wine a bit longer or if it's the wrong wine, we also had that experience. It's um, something that, you know, I apologize and we try to do it better tomorrow. And it's the same with logistic companies. Um, mm. It's human errors. And um, I'm happy, you know, for that, that, you know, we still have our jobs and, you know, we are employed and not the, the technology is taking over our industry. While we're all working hard to save the industry from, yes. from a catastrophe, right? Because if, if I mean, I don't even want to go into into the figures that's been quoted, but I think it's important that uh, that everybody just works together. And, and like you say, it's, it's fantastic. And also, you know what? I, I, the other thing is, Barbara, it was fantastic to see how South African wine is appreciated overseas. How many people actually um, um, said on line and stuff that they would buy South African wine to support the industry that are not even South Africans. That was amazing. And I think the industry underestimated how, how well South African wine is actually done. I've learned a bit recently. Yeah, absolutely. They don't I take the market for granted as well. Mm, mm. So absolutely. talking about lessons, um, what is the most important thing you learned from your wine journey? <laughs> so I would say firstly is that uh, I have I still have to learn a lot and uh, uh, that there are so many passionate people in this industry it's it's really it's an honor for me to work with uh, uh, so many uh, you know professionals and I think uh, uh, one important thing that I have learned is that um, the transition from a guilty conscience to pure happiness is the fastest that I have ever seen in this industry. You know, like you feel guilty that you have spent such a lot of money for a <laughs> bottle of wine. And then within the first sip, you see a big smile appearing and pure happiness enters the body. So I think that is amazing. And uh, I will I always that. be grateful yeah. for that. <laughs> That's wonderful. So, to, and that wonderful mate, can you give us, I ask everybody to give us their favorite or their own wine quote? Oh, yes, I have one that's a very easy and uh, 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 short one in vino veritas. And the wine is truth. Yes. Barbara, thank you so much for um, spending the time. If people want to get hold of you or want to get hold of Rascal, um, how do they get hold of you guys? Yeah, so all our numbers and uh, names on our website. So everything through Haskell Vineyards. We are here um, Monday to Friday. I'm sometimes, you know, here weekends and um, assisting in the restaurant, but just on www.haskellvineyards.com. Barbara, thank you. It's been such a pleasure talking to you and thanks for spending the time yes. with us. I think our listeners will find this really interesting um, i thank you yes thank you will thank you thank you for supporting our show if you would like to get more exposure for your business please have a look at our sponsorship options thanks again for supporting about the winelands please follow us on youtube and on our social media channels all details and links are in the description